Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had so many questions. How do I record an episode? Where do I find background music? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? Where do I find advertisers, etc.? The answer to every one of these questions is a really simple answer. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and 100% ridiculously easy to use. Even I managed to figure it out. It's, it's really helped me to launch Notorious POD and uh, it's an incredible service, really easy to use and the support team's amazing. So um, you've always got what you wanted and you wanted to start a podcast, then go to anchor.fm forward slash start and then you can join me as one of the many podcast creators and this diverse community of people and that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. Looking forward to hearing your podcast. They come, they feel it get numb. You think you got a little bust and now you can't get stung. I keep a razor blade tucked on me, under my tongue. Don't let me have to tell these niggas about the city I'm from. It's Brooklyn, be the home of the hardest ever. Where the niggas don't aim, they just palm berettas and bomb whatever. So we don't move calmly, never. This for my niggas trapped in cells like salmonella. Look, 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 look. We always go straight in, guys. That's how we roll. Um, Hello world and welcome to the Notorious Podcast, episode 2, Midnight Marauders. Uh, The track you just heard was Infinity 888 by XXXTentation, featuring Joey Badass. Legend. I don't like saying badass. No. It's like A-R-S-E. It's got to be done the American way, isn't it? Joey Badass. So yeah, this is basically something we're going to do going forward. We're going to play some different tracks at the start of each episode just to introduce... Um, some music that people perhaps haven't heard or come across before. <clears throat> some old, some new, but hopefully something that might be of interest. And of course, they'll all go on our playlist, which is Notorious Podcast Joints on Spotify. Um, I am your host as ever, John Bass, and I am joined once again by my best friend and co-host, Gary Roy Smith. Guess? Do, do you have to use my middle name every time? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am proud of my I am proud of my, my family heritage, mate. And as yeah. you know, my father's middle name is Roy, but you know, it's I like it. It, mate, it makes me sound so sensible, Gary Roy Smith. I think it makes him sound like important, like Gary Roy Smith, what? CEO of Def Jam. Yeah, he's got I'm the I'm sensible I'm head I'm on. He's the designated I'm driver, he's the decision maker. On the suit, on the suit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but yeah, I like him, mate. Um, we're also joined by one third of the Nuclear Music Group. Tyka, I know him as Pudders, but he's just told me he also goes as Vibes P. So yeah. there's not three of him. There's just one. <laughs> How you doing, mate? You good? Oh, I'm very well, thank you, mate. I'm very well. Good, good. Well, thank you very much for joining us, mate. Much appreciated. That's all right. Um, do you want to just give us a bit of a like intro and a bit of an idea of like Nuclear Music Group, what it's about, how it started, and all that? Yeah, sure. So um, Nuclear Music Group essentially is a is a platform. So how it started was. Um, we've been involved in music for years, um, and when I say we, it's, it's the people that are involved. So, um, mindset producer um, and Coops um, rapper slash producer, yeah. um, known from about sort of fifteen years ago. Uh, we were in a bit of a clique um, called BMW, yeah, and there was another clip clip called Squad, um, and I met them through various members so Sam Fury and Coops introduced me to Mindset um, and we've done a mixtape we've done a couple of tracks um, and then we left it there but we've always been in communication whether it's social media or, yeah. or, or whatnot text message odd call here and there um, facts yeah <laughs> and one day um, basically we all went our separate ways 
Uh, and one day I got a message on LinkedIn. Wow. That is so yeah. cool. From, so corporate. From Coops on LinkedIn and it was from Coops. And all it said was in the subject was 10 years. And underneath, that's how long it's been. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's cool. Um, that's that's like, a new click name, if anything. Yeah. LinkedIn. 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 Yeah. Link up LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah man. Um, so yeah, it, basically within a week or two, we'd then sort of met up at my place in Milton Keynes. We'd had a chat, reminisced, gone through all the old stories. And we kind of, kind of kept in touch. It sort of took about six months of actually chatting again. And we sat down, me and Dominic, and said, uh, let's do something. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. You know, we, we've got the background. We've got the know-how. We've got everything we need in order to, to do what we need to do. And, and let's go and do it. So we started Shed Beats. Um, and it is how it sounds. Um, Shed Beats is the, 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 the fundamental. It, was, it, st- it started there. It was the, the, the foundation. And then from that, we saw something bigger happening. We could see something bigger. Yeah. Um, and then Mindset was moving from South East London. It was coming up to, to Northampton. And that was, it opened the door. It was like, wow. So he's actually going to come up and we're going to do this music thing. Diego's been making music for years. Yeah. He has got thousands of tracks. Because you boys are based Milton Keynes area, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Milton Keynes, Bedford, Northampton, mm, yeah. Northampton, yeah. So it's sort of that, that, that sort of triangle. Um, so yeah, we, we we got in touch with, with mindset. He moved up, um, and we just clicked instantly. And we're all on the same page. We all want to move forward with it, and we've got a lot of of talent and music that we can't just sit on. Yeah, mean, yeah. Music's there to be listened to by the people, Absolutely. and it's a crime to be sitting on those thousands of tracks, and. We want to make a living off music. It's what we love. We want to make a living off it. It's not just yeah. fundamentally that, but if we can do something with what we've got, let's let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just about us, which is a great thing. Nuclear music isn't just about us three. Nuclear yeah. music is about us bringing other people through on a local level. Cool. So we work with loads of artists um, as much as we can from Bedford, Milton Keynes, Northampton. We've even got some people from Essex, some yeah. from London. And we go as far as overseas now. I mean, we're currently doing a project wow. uh, with people from Canada, um, Jamaica. So it's, it's, it's going international slowly. Yeah, but good, yeah, so just watch out for this year because um, we're going to have some releases. We've got a release already, Mindsets, the Mindset EP. You can catch that on, um, on all good music platforms. Mm. Right. Um, I was going to so, say, how do people find you, mate? How yeah, so we've got our, our Instagram, which is official nuclear music yeah. um, on Insta. Um, so you can catch us through that and Facebook and all that all that good stuff. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll tweet all the links out yeah, to, sure. to, to follow um, Nuclear Music Group, Shed Beats, uh, Vice P, all, all that good stuff. Um, but like, what, what kind of genres are you guys doing? Because I know um, I've seen you working with some... Um, like kind of hip hop artists. I know obviously none the wiser. We're kind of we 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 know none the wiser as well as you guys. Yeah, now you're working sure. with him. Shout out and none the wiser. Yeah, big up none the wiser. And and also you're working with some other crime <clears throat> artists. And you're doing quite a lot of different genres, aren't you? Which yeah, is cool. I mean, and that's the basic. This is what we want to do. It's not just honed into one genre and mm. one platform. It's multi-genre. You know, mindset can make electro, hip hop, grime, house. Yeah. Coops can make hip hop, grime. I can make house grime, yeah. and then we get in touch and we, we sort of like, it's dancehall as well. Mindset yeah, yeah. is a dancehall guy. He, he created the Nuclear Rhythm, which yeah, is yeah. Uh, what's going to come out uh, later on this year. Watch out for uh, for festival season. Watch out for <laughs> for the carnivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, it's 
it's so vast and it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger I'm very excited for it yeah, it's cool. yeah it sounds exciting. exciting sounds exciting one of the reasons I really wanted to have you on the podcast Max I know how passionate you are about music in yeah. general and, and I just think what you guys are doing really exciting as one of the reasons that we wanted to start doing the podcast me and Gas obviously are both massive like passionate about music in general mm -hmm. so yeah. we wanted to have an outlet for that and I think what you guys are doing is amazing and, and obviously you know we want to try and help work with people and promote people that are like trying to do the right thing mm. so that's cool man sure no, I appreciate um, cool right, just before we get stuck into the real podcast we ask all of our guests the same questions so I want to know you're a boxer what, what boxing way are you mate do you know <laughs> no, do you know what? I actually definitely, had this thing. Uh, yeah, I actually weighed myself and done my statistics. You know, it's got sort of the, yeah, your calorie levels yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. this. And I actually weigh 79 kilos. What's that in stone? Fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm light. So I'm, I'm wet yeah, through. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're, you're coming down for Bag of Bones division. Yeah. Uh, what is your boxing walk on music, mate? Gets. Gas Mark 9. Boom! Bah! Oh, that's got so much energy and I'm going to rip the head off whoever's in the middle of the ring. Play that track, yeah, it's done. Good. Cool. Like that. Yeah, can't argue with that one, mate. Um, okay, like cool. And the other question we always ask is like, if you're basically on like a desert island, mm -hmm. you only have one album that you can listen to ever again, it can't be a compilation, can't be a greatest hits. Yeah. So basically all other music is non-existent, you've got this one CD to listen to. What are you picking, mate? That's a very, very, very hard question. It is a tough yeah, question. You it's listen to monotonously over and over yeah. again without going, I fucking hate this. Yeah, because it doesn't need to be necessarily the best album, because mm -hmm. sometimes the best albums are like quite challenging. Like mm -hmm. we had, we did 36 Chambers, our first episode. Yeah. Yeah. That is like, to me, is like amazing, but to just like constantly listen to that would. No deal. So you, have, yeah, yeah. you need an album that's like not just good, but you really like to listen to it and you can listen to it over again. So my selection would have to be Michael Jackson off the wall. That album can't really argue with that. Wow. The king, the king of pop. Shaman, yeah. on vinyl. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. no 100%. other format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Re it's really um, thought forth. This desert island to yeah, have got... no resources, but <laughs> like a vinyl set to electricity. Yeah, can't play it in the sun though because the vinyl will warp. Sure, so that is true. Yeah, that yeah. is true. So um, yeah, just quickly, just a big thank you, um, basically to everyone who listened to the first full episode on Wu Tang's Thirty Six Chambers. Mm. We've actually had over hundred people listen to that episode now. Um, and I know, like, Gaz and I are really grateful to everyone. Now. 99 was you, mate, and one, one was me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That, that, same with all the reviews. I watched like, it twice. Yeah. I've got everyone's phone. I'll just play your phone a minute. I just need to review this. <laughs> Five stars again. Brilliant. Um, so, so, yeah, just like genuine thanks to everyone that listens. And hopefully, um, if you're listening to this, it means that you subscribed and you've carried on listening. So, so thanks a lot. Okay, well, look, without further ado, let's get stuck into this week's episode. Uh, last week was the dark and gritty side of New York with the Woo, and this week we've gone a, a different way. So, guys, do you maybe want to explain why we picked Midnight Marauders? Yeah, sure, mate. Um, well, uh, first and foremost, 25th year anniversary of Midnight Marauders. Um, an interesting discovery pretty early on was that it was released on the same day as 36 Chambers, um, which is... Mental. Know, which is, mm -hmm. Yeah, quite surprising at the same time two great hip-hop albums to be yeah. released on the same day so you know it was like well you know tribe someone who you know we kind of all look up to and uh, you know a group that um you know for me okay it's not necessarily um 
let's say, you know, springs to mind straight away, yeah. um, you know, as far as my experience is concerned. But, you know, based on the fact that it was same day, very different style, uh, completely different to, to yeah. Basics Chambers. So we felt that, you know, it was a good opportunity to, to review something completely different. Yeah, no, definitely, mate. Um, I guess before we go into the album, we go to our, our favourite segment, well, it's basically our only real segment, so <laughs> by default it's our favourite segment, which is our murder statistics for Midnight Marauders. So for those of you that don't know, this is where we give you all the important stats and facts um, for the album. So this is murder statistics. This is the murder statistics for Midnight Marauders. Midnight Marauders is the third studio album by American hip-hop group A Tribe Called Quest, released on November 9th, 1993 by Jive Records. Recording sessions for the album occurred at Battery Studios, Platinum Island Studios and the Sorcerer Sound in New York City. Its production was mainly handled by Q-Tip with contributions from Skeff and Selm, Large Professor and the group's DJ Ali Shaheed Mohammed. A culmination of the group's two previous albums, it features an eclectic gritty sound based on jazz, funk, soul and R&B samples. Midnight Marauders peaked at number 8 on the Billboard 200 and number one on the top R&B hip hop albums chart. Two of its singles, Award Tour and Electric Relaxation, charted on the Billboard Hot 100, peaking at number 47 and 65 respectively. On January the 14th, 1994, the album was certified gold and it was certified platinum nearly a full year later on, on January the 11th, 1995, with shipments of over one million copies. It became the first of three A Tribal Quest albums to be certified platinum, doing so 21 days before the low-end theory achieved the same feat. The album is 51 minutes and 12 seconds in length, and it produced three singles. Award Tour, released November 1993, Electric Relaxation, released March 1994, and Oh My God, featuring Busta Rhymes, June 1994. The album contains 42 different samples across 13 tracks on the album, from artists such as Minnie Ripperton, The JBs, Ohio Players, and Bob James. That was your murder statistics for Midnight Marauders. Peace! Okay, so there were the murder statistics for Midnight Marauders. Um, what do you reckon then? Any interesting stats, facts? For sure, Stand mate. for you boys? Yeah, absolutely. Um, award tour, 40s, and electric relaxation, 60s. What the hell is all that about? Yeah. Two uh, unbelievable tracks. Of course, you know, the best tracks on the album. Um, for me, uh, you know, makes sense to, to release those yeah, tracks. Yeah. And wow, you know, to only reach 40 and 60, and like you said, mate, you know, show show me 40 better songs yeah, than, think, than, than Awatour. Uh, Awatour peaked at 47, and Electric Relaxation, 65. Wow. Like, you've got you've got to show me 64 better songs than that. That's amazing. Uh, I just don't... I what don't, was I don't their get... feeling on them being in that, that place in the billboard? But this this is, I think, something <laughs> yeah. we touched on it. Yeah. We touched on it a little bit in the last podcast, and I'm like, I know we've said this before, like kind of off air, but I just think like the landscape of music is so different now. Like, uh, again, I said it in the previous one, but other artists, like you hear all these like little peep and little pump and little twat, and they, <laughs> they, they release like a record now, and it gets like 60 million listens, and they sell a shitload of records. Yeah, but that's because like hip hop now and like this new trap stuff now is just mainstream music. It's not a separate genre. That is the most popular. It's trending form. to its peak. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. And like without yeah. these guys, like the likes of Tricor Quest and all these other artists that we'll cover over the, the course of these episodes, that are like the foundation, mm-hmm. they wouldn't get to where they are now. Like if, if 
like Triber out now in today's conditions, mm. they would sell 200 million records. No sure. Problem. And they would have number ones. But the, the difference then, I think, is like, although it was like certainly in the consciousness, it wasn't like mainstream around the whole world, is and it? Not everyone wanted to listen to their message. No, is that sure? Well, you know, that's a big thing. Content's a big thing, and people only listen to it who want it to be open to. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, um, and we talked about it a little bit in the last episode, which was like. At this point in hip hop, the West Coast were fucking killing it. Mm. Yeah. Gangster rap was like smashing it. Dre was absolutely sure. killing it. Yeah, killing it. Yeah. So these but, guys were trying to do something different. But to my my ear, both of those records, award tour and electric relaxation, are so much more accessible. I think to Definitely. to yeah, your average to your yeah. average Joe because you know it's like it's jazz rap and you know you can really relate to that kind of music quite well very smooth and like nice to listen to yeah. so you know I would think that it, it would you know would have performed better than that 40s and 60s you know but uh, you know that's, that's the way it is 100%. yeah definitely surprising and I think that that's the thing with Tribe for me is like if you look at all of their like singles or tracks that people know like kind of kick it and stuff like that they're very accessible like they they don't really cuss in their raps yeah. not at all that's yeah. something your parents would listen to yeah, like, exactly. you could have that on and your mum would, li- would listen to it because they know yeah. the samples sure. or whatever and yeah yeah, yeah. it's not this nerd rap this geek rap exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly um, and then what about what about you mate what, what's your 40 odd plus samples yeah. like used across that whole album that's what 52 less than 52 less than 55 minutes yeah, yeah. I mean Q-Tip's a wizard. Yeah. He's an yeah. absolute wizard. Genius, man. I mean, yeah. they call it the abstract. You know, he yeah. is and he takes mm. and he manipulates and he's very much into Sonics. And sure, that, sure. The forty plus samples across that whole album, it wouldn't be what it was. Yeah, sure. You know, or, or is, sorry. But, yeah. You've got a favourite sample, guys? got a favourite sample or... Uh, I really like. Oh, sorry, mate. Go on. I really like the Mini Ripperton song. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's just amazing. On um, what's it called? Uh, Just the last track on the album. Um, Lyrics for lyrics to go. Lyrics to go. go, That it's just so simple. It's just that high, that high note, constant. And like, I I listened to it actually on the way over here, and I can't hear the break. Like when it starts again. Like it's he's managed to stretch the sample so fluid, loop it so perfectly that it just sounds like someone's played (laughs) it on a key. (laughs) It's amazing. So nice. Um, Yeah, Yeah. really like that. And then there's a there's a um, and a few others. I mean, it says on there like some of the list of artists that um, the samples come from. There's a lot of like soul and funk and like, yeah, like Motown yeah. artists, yeah. which which makes sense. And sure, um, yeah, I, I think basically this is something that I found really interesting as well was the samples because um, sampling law, something yeah. I know it's mad. So, <laughs> sampling law has changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think basically it's to do with that the cost to clear samples is so like extortionate now mm-hmm. that that produces basically like Don't Kanye mean, West was like the last prominent producer that was like all about samples yeah. and if you noticed his last two or three albums he's gone away from that sound completely yeah yeah. Um, and that's Sonic because shit. The, the, yeah, <laughs> and he's made garbage in my opinion um, but that sound of like sampling where it was kind of accessible and you could clear stuff relatively yeah. like cost effectively you can't so you think those albums now like they probably can't get made anymore exactly. and it's such a shame because to me, the, the, when people always talk about hip hop and like samples and stuff, the reason that I'm very like for it is for me, it's like you're recycling brilliant music. Mm. I've found so many amazing songs as a result of hearing a hip hop sample. Yeah, 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 sure. Of course. And I'm like rediscovering these artists, and, and I have like almost like two playlists one which is a hip hop playlist, and then mm. another one which is basically all the samples that I've discovered as a yeah. result of that. Right, okay. And that's just, that are yeah. just soul classics, mm-hmm. and yeah. I just listen to it all the time, and I love them. Yeah. And like, I would have never discovered yeah, them. Yeah, 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 sure. 
like if it wasn't for hip hop samples. So I think that's quite a crucial. So another thing, like on um, was it a war tour? The the baseline for a war tour was actually um, inspired by. Do you remember a track called uh, Jade? Don't walk away. Yeah. Mm. Um, but don't walk away, yeah. boy. Yeah. That's the same B line that's in a war tour. Yeah, sure. And that was inspired. So it's listening True. to those sort of things there and, and how that comes together. It's not necessarily using a sample, but you're taking something off another great track and you're influenced by this and it comes out in this body of work and it's just brilliant. Yeah. And I absolutely. Yeah. I love Q-Tip's ear, man. It's 55 yeah. minutes of genius. Yeah, it man. really is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Q-Tip's amazing. I mean, if you've seen on Netflix, there's the Beats, Rhymes and Life documentary. Mm. Have you seen it, Pardis? What? No, what, sorry? <laughs> He's got sorry. his mouth full of this amazing drink, which is, what is it? Drink. Diet Coke. Diet Coke, exotic mango. I mean, I'm allergic to mango, so this is the closest <laughs> thing I get. Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> good choice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it goes to show there's no mango in there whatsoever, though. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you fall over and start foaming at the mouth. Yeah. I've got an EpiPen in the car, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so basically, uh, Beast Rhymes in Life is a, a documentary by Michael Rappaport, who, I don't know if you remember, but he was actually in Friends. Gaz hates Friends, but. He's in Friends. He went out with Phoebe. He's the one who shoots the bird out of his window. Gary, the police officer. No, nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I know he's in loads of shit. Only by listening. Gary Martin. Yeah. He's in loads of shit. Yeah. But anyway, he, he made this documentary and he like followed them around. It was about three or four years ago. He filmed it all. And it was like them on tour. And it's all about the kind of relationships between the group. And it's fascinating. And Q-Tip's like, and there's a section when he, he, find, he shows you the bit where he finds the drums for Can I Kick It? Yeah. Oh, okay. And when he just plays it, and he just like just tampers with it a little bit, gives it a little bit of speed, like just change it around, and it just comes in like so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. And you're just you like, birth to that sound. Yeah, yeah. And he's just and he just like nods along, and he's like, yes, I, found, you know, in his little voice, like, yeah, I found this sample. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, this is fucking cool. But when um, you're in the studio, yeah, there's right. nothing that beats that feeling of you manipulating something or taking something and and actually going, I've made another sound off the back of this, and yeah. it sounds hard. It's, it's, it's creating something. It's taking like the raw ingredients of something and making it something new and that's why like these modern like trap instrumentals like they do to my ear anyway they all sound very similar because they haven't got like the sample culture to create that new sound there's mm. no heartbeat in those beats no, there's just there's no soul there's no mate. soul yeah. there's no soul that's why like Kanye coined the phrase like soul beats that's mm. what he called yeah. his sound yeah. and that's exactly what they were they took that essence of soul it makes you feel something 100% yeah sure and those early like Kanye samples are amazing and Q- yeah. Q-Tip and, and like Dilla and those boys that came yeah, before and RZA yeah, they just, actually yeah. cultivated that sound from mm. the beginning of like sampling and taking stuff which sure. to me is amazing um, absolutely Gone off piece. We, we always do, mate. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, okay, so um, boys, what is your um, like overall view? I know we touched on a little bit about Tribal Quest. Me personally, they were always kind of in the background as like to be respected, mm-hmm. amazing. Like I picked a few odd tracks out, but I, d- I can't say I was ever a massive. Yeah, fan. me too. Um, but but yeah, I kind of I think the first time I ever came across them was like. Uh, can I kick it? Yeah, I've got my hand up. Absolutely. Yeah, and then and I was just like, "This is really cool." And then as I got cool. older, I kind of got it into. Still it, sounds but. so good as well. Yeah, yeah. that like, sound you know, is iconic. You hear yeah, it, and you're absolutely. like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. But then um, Bonita Applebaum for me. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. I used to kick it with a few lads back down uh, London where I used to live. Um, friend who had cousins who had decks and I remember hearing Bonita Applebaum on vinyl and I was like I need forget the lyric I need the instrumental yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. Yeah. so smooth that, you know so I was like, who is this right I was a tribal oh my god and it was kind of like yeah. as you say I never really followed them 
yeah. heavy, they were always there, yeah. always yeah. there to go to and be referenced to. You know? Yeah, so, for yeah. definite. But yeah, like for me anyway, like the the first time I think I actually had the album properly was probably about two or three years ago. And even then I didn't really listen to it properly. Like I was just like, oh, this is something I should listen to. Yeah. And I was just basically going through like their three like biggest albums and like kind of just listening to them like Low End Theory and, and yeah. the first album. Mm-hmm. And just going through it and kind of picking bits and like taking stuff from the albums and just kind of putting it into like a sure. master list of stuff that I wanted to listen to. Yeah. And really since like, Gaz, you suggested for us to do it and I've like, for the last like three or four weeks just been like heavy <laughs> listening to it. Yeah. And you just have like, such a deeper appreciation honestly it's fucking blowing my mind I'm just like I feel a bit embarrassed actually yeah how am I not more like of a fan everything about Tribe Called Quest is the message they deliver the the oppression like that they that they went through or were going through at that time and not only that they're they're good times yeah and you know it's quite comical like in places actually like you know the the lyrics come across something they're quite funny like it's quite funny to listen to and again like that geeky rap style you know the the language they use as well they're very very intricate with their lyrics but then you can it's so clear and precise with the the message and what they're saying it's just for me it's absolutely brilliant the contrast of of you know tip and, and five flight you know, so such a they've got such different styles. They are, yeah. You know, yeah. which they just complement each other so well. And it sounds amazing, like when they kind of step over each other. So like, there's a, a few lines, yeah, like conversational. Yeah, and it just cuts back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so cool. It's fucking it's amazing. amazing, like electric relaxation. There's yeah. so, so many good bits in that. Original like, rule, boy. <laughs> that, that first, that like, first verse yeah, when yeah. five comes in was I like them. Black, brown, Puerto Rican, a Haitian. Yeah, yeah. Names five dark from the Zulu nation. But when that kicks in, like after Q Tips got that edge you out, he's just like, fuck! <laughs> what lyrics. This is fucking sick. Um, that track's just, yeah, absolute fucking banging. Um, do you, what's your boy's favourite tracks and why from Sam? Uh, electric Relaxation. Yeah. Um, God Lives Through and Midnight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. me. But only Midnight because sonically. The keys that he's playing, whatever he's done with those keys, what he's putting through, yeah. um, the night is on my mind. Like it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not only that, the story that he tells, yeah. the story he tells about jamming, kicking it, and then the police coming, fucking your shit up. Why they've always got to be tripping? Yeah. Oh, you've left your bits at home. You need to go and sell. Um, don't worry about the, the guy at the park will spot you. It's kind of like yeah. it's that whole sort it's of painting the pictures. Yeah, massively yeah. about their environment, their neighbourhood, and. You know, that really resonated with me. When I listened to that, it was kind of like, I get it. But I'm very much about Sonic, so I'm very much a person. I listen to the beat before I listen to the lyrics. Sure. So I listened to the beat first and I was hooked on What is this? I can listen to this. I can listen yeah. to the instrumental. And then when you listen to the lyrics, it just builds that picture. And yeah, it's, yeah. it blew my mind away. So yeah. so same same for me. Um, the Chase part two for me is my favourite. Yeah. But actually, I'm, I prefer a section of the album, which is, which is essentially the last three tracks. Um, so you, you know, you've got the Chase part two and, and lyrics to go yeah. it's kind of like lyrics to go is like the encore of the, like, yeah. of the album which is really cool and um, you know the, the chase part too for me um, it's because of the instrumental it's, it has everything that I want from a hip hop record right. in, in that instrumental yeah. you know, so I've, I've mentioned it before with, with the Woo um, episode but it, you know it's the keys the beat the bass like everything for me is just perfect like, it moulds together perfectly on the chase part too. 
Um, so yeah, that's my that's my favourite. Yeah, I mean, like a war tour and uh, electric relaxation are like. I think you can take it as red. Like everybody likes those tracks, and like that. I mean, electric relaxation. I can't like overstate how fucking amazing that record is. Mm. Like, yeah. it's so brilliant. The more it's I listen to it, the more I enjoy it. It's timeless. Yeah. It's, it's to me every time I listen to it, like it for just takes me to like summer. Like mm. windows down, listening to that, like hot, hot, hot summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, like, it just makes me feel good. And like, yeah, sure. Music to me should always like give you something, like it's in terms of how you feel. Yeah. yeah, it's either got to like make you feel good or make you feel sad or make you feel angry. It's got to make you feel. Sure. And, like if if music doesn't give anything, it just washes over you a little bit. I, there is a time and place for that type of music as well, but for me, I, that's what I want. And particularly with hip hop, I want to feel something from yeah. it. And that that record really like gives it to me. Yeah, um, it's, it's a. I, I kind of describe it probably rather rather uh, geekly. I kind of describe it as a bit of a sun, like as a bit of a sundowner. Okay, that's how I yeah. imagine listening listening to it is that moment. Say before you go out for a night out or spend a you know a weekend or yeah. you know that kind of thing. Then to me, it's that that's the perfect moment to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is when is when the sun's coming down, you get ready to go out, it's that feel good. Barbecue. Record. Yeah, barbecue, barbecue music. Yeah. That's what I like about yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Phenomenal um, I also I also like the first track, Steve Bilko, Stare It Up. Yeah. yeah. Because um, this is the next question I was going to ask you guys, like, what is your, um, like, I mean, obviously, Five, five to me is like, uh, he works so well alongside Q-Tip, right? The two of them. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really like the way they bounce off each other and <clears throat> what I was going to say is like Steve Bilko the opening line essentially the opening line of the album is his lyric which is Linden Boulevard represent represent mm. Tribe Called Quest represent represent when the mic is in my hand I'm never hesitant my favourite jam back in the day was Eric B for President okay. which is Eric B and McKim it's just like weird to me just like paints a picture of like hip hop at point in time exactly. and like the opening his fans were and they like to me that really sums up him but also Tribe in terms of they were so humble like constantly in their albums always talking about other artists and even yeah. the artwork for this has you know all the artists of the day that they respected and they liked on the front cover yeah. Yeah, and that's really what I really liked about them but um, it's actually been basically two years since Five passed away no has that been two years two years so damn I just wanted to know from you guys like what how do you rate him as a rapper kind of in his own right and, and kind of what are your thoughts on mm. him really I've always kind of known Five as to be alongside Q-Tip yeah. and Tribe Called Quest that's as far as it sure. goes with me. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally, I, I, I don't think I could comment on him as an artist on his own. He's verses on those albums. There's a couple of tracks. I think he's got a, on his own. I can't remember. What's the track after Midnight? Oh, um, the one, the Million Stories is the one where it's... Yeah, yeah. Just, which is Million yeah. Stories. Which is amazing. Favorites, yeah. Which is just, just him talking amazing. about how much of shit night he's had. Yeah. It's so brilliant. So good. So, I mean, lyrically, great. Um, but on his own, I don't think I, I could or would buy an album from, from him unless the music behind him was yeah. resonated with me at some point the only, sure. the only thing of his that I know that's like a single that I really like is the one that's produced by Jay Diller which now escapes me I'll find it and I'll tell you what it is but guys you give us your view on them oh mate I, I, I think it's nothing that hasn't already been said to be honest I mean he just comes across to me as such a down to earth guy and I think yeah you know, off mic as well as on mic, you know, that's the way he seems to come across. Very humble, humble beginnings and just seems like a nice guy, to be honest. Yeah. And obviously, there's the whole relationship thing with Tip and, you know, that's really interesting because we, we kind of touch on it. Like, yeah. as, as, as genius as, as Q-Tip is, 
I think I can understand. And if, if I was to pick one of them as my mate, I'd probably pick Five Dog because I can understand Q-Tip is probably quite a difficult guy Torture to, to work Yeah, quite standalone as well. Very standalone, yeah, yeah, yeah. very, uh, yeah, kind of insular, if you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. He, Okay. You know, probably quite quite difficult to work with. So, you know, the way the way Fife comes across could be completely wrong. Obviously, don't know him. Uh, wish I wish I had the pleasure of meeting him at, at uh, you know, obviously before his death. But um, you know, it just just seems to come across as an amazing guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah in that documentary, like he's he's so like he's so humble and he seems really like upset by the whole situation. Whereas Q Tip's more just like, yeah, it's his fault. Like, it's you, what it you is, need yeah. to sort it out and. We were saying before, kind of off air, like, we can understand Q-Tip's frustration because he really was the driving force behind mm. all the production and even a lot of their style and their sound, that yeah. everything was driven by him, for what I can understand. But yet, he credits all the albums, yeah. I credit to all of them. Yes. So he doesn't, he doesn't like separate out what they've done. He's just like produced by Tribal Quest. Yeah. 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 And I think he almost was a little bit like, You've got to allow me to be a bit of a prick because I do everything and I'm and I'm also crediting you for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, whereas I think Fife's kind of more of a simple kind of guy and he's just like, just don't be a dick. Yeah. 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 And I, I just find that whole dynamic quite interesting. But um, any they didn't speak for a while, did they? For they ages. Just, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Which is really sad. Fallout. Yeah. So, so there was the liver. Was it liver trans, transplant um, for Fife? Because you know he was dialysing yeah. quite quite unwell. Yeah. And. Uh, so there was the liver liver trans, transplant and they didn't speak for ages but before the operation yeah, he made, he Q-Tip sort of sent a text message saying you know good luck and yeah, you know, okay. I hope it goes well kind of thing sweet and it's on that particular documentary yeah. mate that you, you mentioned earlier what was it called again uh, Beat, Beats, Rhymes and Beats, Rhymes Beats, Rhymes 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 it's quite not. It's a really good moment in the documentary because you know Fife's like, uh, you know that was t- that was tight. Like to mm. to get the message from like Q Tip when like, he thinks it's we're done brothers. And dusted. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, Which is quite cool. I actually, kind of told its own little story. But, uh, yeah. Any favorite lyrics from him, mate, or anything like that? Yeah, for me, um, award tour opening line. Um, I'm not obviously not a rapper from um, Bedfordshire, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, but <laughs> but, but, but um, back back in '89. Simply slid in the place, body, 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 all up in my face. A lot of kids were bussing rhymes, but they had no taste. Some said Quest was whack, but now is that the case? I love that. Bang. I just think yeah. that's so, like, so cool. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, um, <laughs> I, I love it because it just makes me smile every time I hear it. Um, but um, on um, 8 Million Stories, just last week, my girl was stressing me. Now a best friend be undressing me. Yeah. I just think like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 that's um, cool yeah, yeah. that's so yeah. aggressive yeah. so yeah so they're, they're my favourite um, five, five lyrics, five lyrics. Yeah, man. Yeah. on God Lives Lives Through um, there's something that resonates with me when I listen to it and it's about image and he puts in in one of his verses if Malik don't look good then Quest won't look good if the Quest don't look good then Queens won't look good but since the sound is universal New York won't look good bang amazing whole thing. yeah amazing. man and then another funny one that he's got so on electric cool. relaxation is, um, <laughs> it makes me laugh because I, the question I have to ask after this is why? Goes, <laughs> Let me hit you from the back, girl, I won't catch a hernia. I'll 
bust off on your couch. Now you've got Siemens furniture. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I, that's actually on the documentary. They talk about it. So yeah. Siemens furniture was a brand of furniture. Oh, fuck. Wrong. In the God, States. Penny's just dropped now, right? So, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it's obviously like semen on your furniture. Siemens furniture. Like, like, it's fucking genius. <laughs> right, okay. It's yeah. fucking genius. Every time I heard that, I'm like, yeah, I get it. It's busting up on the couch, but like, why is it's it obvious Siemens, Siemens furniture. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Now it was the brand furniture that everyone like aspired. Yeah, it was like fancy. Squeaky, oh, like okay. PVC, right. like leather, wow. rank 90s furniture. Year. Like bright colours. 25, 30 years, the pennies now drops off. It's sort of knowledge we have on the tourist <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Clean, if anything. <laughs> yeah, with so, plastic still on it. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, shall we change course a little bit? Who fancies a little quiz? Sure. Come on. Like a little quiz on the tribe. So I've, I've sourced these myself, so I'm pretty sure they're correct. But um, <laughs> if they're not, don't at me, because I... I don't care. Um, so, so, question one. Founding member of the tribe, Jerobi White, left the group after the release of Low End Theory to pursue which alternative career? A, electrician. <laughs> Just anything. Uh, B. We need, like, the um, who wants to be a millionaire thing. All the lights going on. We'll put it in afterwards. Fine. Sure. Um, so, okay. So, is it? Is it? A, dum, dum, dum. electrician, <laughs> B, teacher, or C, chef? I'll let you answer I, this first. I know the answer to this. Okay. So. I don't know the answer, but out of the three options you're giving me, I don't... See, you put electrician in it. Would he have left that and gone be an electrician? Give me a sparky. Kind of electrician because of sound? <laughs> or a teacher because they're very knowledgeable and they um, you know, pass on a message, they're very educated. Or chef. What's your final answer? I'm looking at hot gross sausage rolls, bro. I'm <laughs> chef. Yeah, good choice. We are the most middle class of hot We've got exotic mango I'm diet going, cola. I'm going chef. Bro. And Tesco finest hog roast. Where's the I want to say electrician, though. It's a good sausage go roll, actually. <laughs> what's really your, what's sausage your final answer? I'm going to go for a chef, but I'll... Yeah, yeah. C chef. Yeah. yeah that is the correct answer. Shut up. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. See, I put yeah, teacher yeah. in there because I thought that would lure you in. Because you'd no, be like, see, oh, that... as an educator, like you... That was, like, uh, that was his actual passion in life. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't hip-hop. It wasn't child. What, chefing? Serious, yeah, food. Yeah, man. In the documentary, he talks about it quite a lot. I'm going to have to watch his documentary. Mate, it's fucking brilliant. It's very good. Okay, question two. Now, guys, you don't know the answer to this either, no. so you're both in this round, right? Great. Which member of Tribe voiced a newborn baby in the 1998 Nickelodeon film The Rugrats Movie? Was it A, Q-Tip? Was it B, Ali Shaheed Mohammed? Or was it C, Five Diggy Dog? Right, I'm, I'm so just... So, through, talk it out, boys. Right, so, the, so the Rugrats gonna... film, man, with that, that one with... The, the track don't cuss me for this but take me there do you remember the track take me there I wanna go there I do Let's remember the track yeah, yeah I do remember the movie but I don't know what it is and I would never recite it on a podcast mate, to be honest <laughs> we'll cut that bit out we'll leave it in no we're definitely leaving it <laughs> but that's good knowledge though if it that is, is fucking incredible so, um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say movie. Q-tip I'm gonna say Q-tip okay because just because it makes sense because his voice is Okay, they're all rappers, they've got recordable voices, but it's smooth, and I can imagine him being able to adapt his voice quite well to however the movie wanted him to do. Okay. So, well, I'll go, the, I'll go five then. Okay. Just, just to know. Well, just to give you like. Ali was just like too quiet. Like, yeah, he, very quiet. He, he played the like, mute baby. Yeah, he, he, was, the, he was the classic. That would be baby. funny if he was like, he played the baby, he didn't speak. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, well, I'll ask, to give you the answer, I'll ask you this question Who looks the most like a human baby? 
<laughs> that's got to be five. Five, it's five. How is it? Yeah, that's, that is I can five. imagine like five doing like a little baby because he's like cute little guy. Isn't I can't yeah. imagine nah, I'm in the booth trying to be. Nah. Yeah, apparently he's a little baby in the classic 1998 Nickelodeon film. That's so weird. Yeah, um, so weird. <clears throat> yeah, you need to find this Rugrats <laughs> thing. We put it on the podcast playlist because that sounds like a jam, mate. Um, <laughs> question three. This yes. is the final final question. Um, <laughs> In 2003, Q-Tip admitted on a radio show to allegedly sleeping with which Oscar-winning actress? Hold a. on, hold on. This, the, 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 does that make sense? He admitted, he admitted. to allegedly sleeping. Yeah, because if he if he's lying, so, and so, I say that, so, 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 so it might not there. be true. Well, okay, I have a car. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's true, does it? Just gonna say. <laughs> sure. So he, he could he could be Sorry. lying, which is why I put allegedly. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, right, yeah, right. but he's saying he slept with her. If he's, a, if, he's, if he's lying, he's, he's, he's a boss. He's yeah. A boss. So you know, like I said, we've got you know, quite a few listeners now, okay. nearly a hundred. So a bit worried about lawsuits. Yeah, exactly. So I'm watching my back on this. Allegedly. Um, All right. So, oh, hang on, I've lost my thing now. All right. So what are the options? Okay. Come on. So 2003, Q-Tip admitted on a radio show to allegedly sleeping with which Oscar-winning actress? A. Nicole Kidman. B. Kate Winslet. C. Julia Roberts. Sluts. <laughs> 2003, one, right? One of them is such In a surprise. In 2003. Uh, any of them is a surprise. It, massively. Um, I wouldn't say Kate Winslet because I don't see her as jamming with Q-Tip. Mm, I don't no, see them on a... No, I don't. That, that, I don't, boat would that sink doesn't make sense to Titanic me. Titanic style. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, and who are the, what are the other two, sorry? Nicole Kidman and Julia Roberts. Julia wow. Roberts is tired. I'm going Kidman. That's who I think it. Yeah, that's who I think it is. Slut. Yeah, well, that's, what, that's what I mean. <laughs> I'll go with the sluts. We, do, we don't objectify and women. Q-tip on this no, 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 not at all. no. But she's been about she, yeah. since Tom Cruise broke her heart. Sure, <laughs> she went around Scientology she broke did. her heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's and, uh, story. Yeah, fair, fair play Q-Tip though for any, any, like, of, for those any three, of those three. He's, fair play he's done well, but you know. So right, final answers. I'm going to go with the uh, Julia Roberts just because it's out there. Right. Even though she's innocent, I've actually got. So we're ruling, out, we're, we're ruling out. Okay, Kate, the Kate answer Winslet. is Kate Winslet. <laughs> no, it was Nicole Kidman. No, cheat yes. it! What a player, Nicole Kidman was booming back in the day. After you see Eyes Wide Shut, man, <laughs> he's a very well turned out gentleman. He's a let's star. Just, let's just say that he's you know, an absolute. Yeah, G. He's, got, he's got, he's got, he's triple threat really. Isn't yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. Damn. Yeah. Okay, boys. Well, let, let's um, let's get back into the album. Um, just want to know what you boys. I and mean, we touched on a little, a little bit about the production on the album. Um, obviously, Q Tip, Large Professor. Um, and Ali Shaheed Mohammed produced pretty much the whole album. Um, how do you rate Q-Tip's production style? Like we, we've touched on it a little bit, but just give us a bit more, like kind of your view on, on about Q-tip. his music in what up to now. Just, just in general, just in as general, him as producer style, absolute wizard. Yeah. And, and if Genius. you don't rate him or you don't like any of his music, there's something seriously wrong with you. I think personally, because there is not a body of work that I don't think he's put out that you can say, nah, not for yeah. me. Um, even his like solo projects, like even stuff that he vibrant like, thing. Yeah, but like, <laughs> what's, and am- stop. Stop? Yeah. what's amazing about that though, and that's one of the reasons I like him, is he actually brings through other people. Yeah. Those two tracks were both produced by Jay Diller, I believe, mm. Mm. and he just raps on that. Yeah. But he was an early champion of Dilla. He heard Dilla tape and push, was pushing Dilla, which is why Dilla started working with Buster, why Dilla started working with all those other artists, the New York artists. That was because of Tip. And I, I had this um, 
a conversation with uh, Jay Diller's mum on uh, the Combat Jack show, which is a really good podcast. You should download it if you haven't heard it already. And she basically said that Q-Tip was constantly ringing Diller about coming to the Grammys with him. And yeah. like, he was always trying to get Diller involved in stuff because he really believed in him. He was really passionate about him as a, as a Great. artist. So I think like, his legacy shouldn't just be defined by his production or just by him as a rapper, but actually like what he's done for the culture. Like he's done a lot of stuff. And um, yeah, I think his legacy is like yeah. pretty big. Sure. He's up there, one of the greats. Definitely. For definite. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, what would you say then? Top 10 greatest producers? 100%. Yeah, yeah, top 10. In the top, top 10. five? Mm, that's... Uh, well, my top five would that's be like... Competition. Would be like... Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Dilla. Primo. Primo. Uh, Dre, 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 yeah. Pete Rock. Um, have we said Dilla? Kanye. Said Dilla. Yeah, Kanye as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the competition's my right. There's, <laughs> there's just amazing yeah. producers out there. With what he's done, for yeah, how he's, he's been around, I'd put him. In, I'd, I'd yeah. probably put him on top five. He's, he's probably he's probably in the conversation. If you Definitely put him in your top can. five, no one would be like, oh, what was he no. doing there? Like, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. He belongs in in that in that company for me. So that that makes total sure. sense. Well, Pudders is more qualified to to comment on on uh, his you know pr- production style, but to me. It, to my ear, like his rap style, it's just smooth, yeah. very clean and very clear. Like mm. the message is, you know, is you know, it's just evident. Like with his music as well as it is with his lyrics. Um, so yeah, so it's, yeah, you, you make know, a to me, point. Yeah, his yeah. message. Whatever when he's on a track, no matter what it is, whether it's an oppression story, whether it's a struggle, whether it's positive, or whether it's just jokey talking about girls and and smoking drugs, whatever it is. He hits the nail on the head every time. Yeah, There's yeah. nothing you go. What? Why has he said that? No, don't. I can't yeah. question. Yeah, him. sure. His, his um his voice as well yeah. is so iconic. Like, sure, yeah. Sure. There's I've read this thing. It's article about voice. like the success rate of rappers. Very basically, and that's why he smashed Nicole Kidman. <laughs> 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 it's true. Kidman charmer. Yeah. But I read this thing about like um I think an artist basically you need to recognise them within twelve seconds. And if you if you can distinguish them from someone else within twelve seconds, then you've got a chance of making it a successful sure, career. Yeah. And like I'd say, he, you need three seconds. As soon as he opens his mouth, yeah. you know it's cute. Yeah. And that that whole style was really like to me, like that is one of the reasons he's like as kind of accessible and successful as he is because without that voice, like yeah, you, sure, you know, he's still great. But and do you know what's such a tune? Less ride. Yeah, amazing. Which is also produced that, by Dilla. Yeah, yeah. It's such a tune. <laughs> Fucking Dilla such a tune. But yeah, and amazing. It's like yeah. a summer feel yeah. that he just sings there. Yeah. Very nostalgic. Yeah, you get yeah. buzz from it. Memories come running back. Yeah, it's so Yeah, epic. Absolutely epic tune. Um, okay. Uh, so we've obviously talked about like kind of his style and where he ranks, but I now want to go kind of back to the, the album more as a general thing. Um, is there a favourite lyric or verse like from the album that, that always stands out to you on any particular track? Um, I don't mind starting off like so. What one thing I wanted to address very quickly is like obviously on this podcast we talk about predominantly hip hop. Um, there'll be like grime tracks and stuff like that, um, and me and Gaz both fairly middle class white boys. Um, and a lot of the guests we have on will also be white. So there's a, there's an elephant in the room, which is the end bomb. Um, so we don't want to like kind of completely shy away from it and just avoid yeah, ever yeah. discussing it. But we just want to make it clear: we'll only ever use the word if we're like referencing uh, or we're using it in context. So if it's in a lyric or it's in a song title, we're going to say it. So I really like the lyric 
in fact the whole song is almost like a repetitive lyric from Sucker Niggas yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like um, there to me goes, there it goes it's, yeah, it's, there it's there out there, there. that's the first end bomb of, this, <laughs> of the series um, but the whole song is kind of talking about how they've essentially reclaimed the word and like it talks about kind of like the older folks in our community find it really um, difficult and hard to hear it but we've reclaimed it and we're using it in a positive way and we're embracing the word and it kind of actually talks it's really the kind of summary of, of how kind of you know the black community in America mm-hmm. have reclaimed the word and made it a term of endearment yeah. and th- that whole verse which is repeated twice in the, in the track yeah. to me is like really quite powerful because it's quite a political statement so yeah, like, yeah. I think that that for me is, a, is my probably it's something is whoever you are yeah whatever you are whatever you are it's cool yeah very cool yeah I love um Buster on Oh My God, by the way. We were talking about it earlier. It's just oh great. my God! Yeah, it's just awesome. <laughs> yeah. And the video's great when he's got that like yellow like puffer jacket <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. He's just like <laughs> jumping around doing his weird stuff. Um, so that's really cool. Um, quite a long lyric from Fife. Um, unsurprisingly, um, you know, Fife for me takes the... takes Because his lyrics were just so like punchy and direct I love Q-Tip and the way he rolls but Fife's lyrics just to me just stand out so much and um, his lyric is uh, from Keep It Rolling Um, so uh, Money Watch Your Mouth or I'm After Bust Ya Battling MCs from JFK to Russia Um, back down to London Sweden Brazil do US for three months and then I chill so like the tours, yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, awesome. That's just such a cool lyric, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a cool lyric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's for me, my, my favorite. That's our favorite on the whole album. Mine's definitely Q-tips, the, like the last um, four bars of Electric Relaxation. Mm. They know the abstract is really soul and nice. The character is of men, never of mice. Shortly, let me tell you about my only vice. It's got a lot, a lot. It's got, it's got a lot to do with loving, and it ain't nothing nice. nice. Yeah, and it ain't nothing nice. Yeah, it's cool. That, yeah, yeah says awesome. a lot. And there's one line in um, <laughs> in God Lives Through that I'll say that um, Fife says, and because there's similarities in towns in America to to US, like they're from St Albans, New York. Oh really? Yeah. So <laughs> when you sort of build that bridge, you're like. Okay, when you're younger, when I was younger, I always still like it. It's the yeah, same yeah. thing. But then yeah. when I heard this bar, it's like, um, I kick more game than a crackhead from Hampstead. <laughs> <laughs> My style's a milkman, you'd think that I was breastfed. And I laugh every time I hear that. Because <laughs> I think Hampstead Hill, and I think that's some dodgy shit going on in North London. <laughs> but yeah, that's... Yeah, bottom line, electric realization, Q tips, last, yeah. last four points. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Um, okay, so got a little scenario for you boys. So hear this. You can either bring back five from the dead and we get a new tribe album. Your scenarios are so ridiculous. <laughs> where do you where do you get these from, man? <laughs> from the mind of a very weird. <laughs> right, right. Start again, start okay, again. Okay. I need to concentrate okay. on this one, right. Okay. You can bring five back from the dead and we get a new tribe album in two thousand and eighteen. So they're all on top form. It's a brand new album, like the one we had last year, but that was kind of done before when Fife was like ill. Mm-hmm. So this is brand new, and he's back on top form. Two thousand. He's the nineties Fife. Nineties Fife back yeah. premium, um, but you have to lose two tracks from Midnight Marauders. So, what are they, or does he stay dead? No, he's got to stay dead. Oh damn! Yeah, keep him six foot down, bro, for burnt wherever he's in the. In the you know, and, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not deleting anything from that body of work, bro. Yeah, and no. he can't replicate. No. 
or reinvent. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, I love what you've already done because otherwise you just taken you'd take two tracks away from them that he's actually done, which you know is like killing the guy. Anyway, yeah. it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. To be fair, like it's one of those where I like the scenarios of like bringing people back because it's like the unknown of what they could achieve. Yeah, okay. but the fact is like. The legacy is what it is. And I guess, like, if he had the choice, he might be like, I don't want to tarnish my legacy. Are you saying if God said to him, Fife, you can go back? I can mm. give but you, one chance. these two albums are just erased from history. Oh, like these two songs, erased from history from that yeah. album. Mm. Like, he might just be like, Do you know what? I'm just chilling here in heaven. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. This cow's nice. Yeah. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to feel a bit bad, though, because I've kept, I, uh, in the last episode, I, 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 I said that ODB should stay uh, a six stay song. dead. No, no, it's five songs. Exactly. I'm just going to have a word with yourself. I know. He's merciless. Don't give him a second break. Absolutely savage. Don't give no one a second break. But I'm happy with the current tribe situation, to be fair. Yeah, and to be honest, I listened to that. Have you listened to the most recent one, the one they released before he died? It's actually really good. Like, it's, yeah. it's definitely yeah. worth a listen. Yeah, it's good. There's a few uh, standout tracks there. Lots of features because I think they had to try and fill up space because they only had so many recordings of yeah. five yeah. that they yeah. got down before he died. Um, but Cutis production is just fucking it's amazing. Yeah, it's a, it's mental. Shout cool. tip. And you're just like because it came out last year and in the middle of like because Della Soul had now I think 2016 and then this yeah. 2017 and it was like just cuts through all this. Garbage this out, and you're just like fucking hell, man. Yeah. Like they're still putting stuff out. What's it called? The What's the album called? The um, Tribal Quest one. Yeah, uh, come out last year. Yeah, it's got a funky cover, like just painted graffiti and stuff. I can't think what it's called. Have you got your thing? Go on, like your Spotify something, guys, and bring it up. But yeah, it's amazing, mate. There's like loads of features on there, like Kanye's on there, like Consequence, obviously. On okay, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a lot of the like original tribe, like kind of collaborators. I, mean, I haven't heard it. No, but it's, it's really good. It's got a weird. I think it's got a weird it's title. So much music. Well, yeah. it's that one. Yeah, we got it. We got it from here. We got it from here. That's it. Okay, thank you for your service. Thank or you something for your like. service. Yeah, sixteen songs, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, best track on there is a track called uh, "Whatever Will Be." Okay, fucking I'm insane. Checking Okay. Um, we'll stick that on the, the playlist though so all, all the tracks we mentioned today will be on there Sweet. Um, but yeah that album's really good I'd recommend listening to that it's decent mm. so mm. essentially like if you'd, if you'd heard that you might be like well if it's going to be like this and better maybe it would be worth him sure yeah back. okay yeah that's a, that's a good but, point okay. that's a good point but yeah it's maybe I should listen to that first before and then yeah okay <laughs> yeah well you know we'll, I'll maybe re-ask you this because we're, we're planning at some point to do like a little nuclear music group, yeah. notorious podcast special. Yeah, get we'll, we'll delve into like get everyone yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah, get in the studio. We'll do some like live shows. None the wiser. Get them involved. Get, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're gonna do get them on. Uh, get them on Nas. Yeah, Nas or Mag will be great. We're doing the Mag one. Yeah, yeah. We've got to do a few of the like the classics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bonus ones. Okay, so um, what we want to try and do is at the end of each episode, or at least by the time we've gone through the kind of album, we've got a bit more of a picture of it, an idea of it. We're going to try and rank them. Gaz called it like the Top Gear Cool Wall of hip-hop. Yeah, like very good idea. The albums, yeah? yeah? So we're trying to rank the albums in okay. hip-hop and obviously then create the league table. So 36 Chambers is out on its own, like top of the league, Man City, like just smashing it. Um, That's the only one in the league at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean, it's out on its own. So, it's a bit like Arsenal, isn't it, when they start the season top? True. Because they're because they're, they're, because they're, <laughs> they're just, they're just <laughs> always made me laugh. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, shout out Arsenal. 
<laughs> no, don't shout. Don't Arsenal. shout down. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Arsenal. Um, we don't want to. We don't want to turn Arsenal fans off of the podcast. Though. Uh, Coops is an Arsenal. Fan. <laughs> I don't mind. Sorry, right, fair enough, fair um, and Diego as well. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, it's no account for taste. But um, so yeah, so obviously, thirty-six chambers is top of the league by default. But I, I put a little um, poll out on Twitter just to see because I knew this question was going to come up, and I thought if we got like a a situation where it was a like. Because originally I wasn't sure if you were going to make it today before like I got you on it, yeah. so I wanted to see like if me and Gaz had like one of each, we needed a decider. So I like I thought I put the poll out. Uh, I got three responses, <laughs> and originally it was one one of each. <laughs> so, so I was like, for fuck's sake, like I still haven't got a decision. Okay. And then we got a last minute vote from Shed Beats, like for, for thirty six chambers. Okay. So I mean, me personally, the the wall is about like what is like. Basically, the greater album out of these two, you're comparing. Out of these two, because obviously there's only I two. I think you have to you base can't. it on something factual, mate. I don't think you can. I don't but think you can base it on opinion. When you, really. yeah, if you do base it on, they're two very different albums. Exactly, yeah. two very different directions. You'd two have very to have sub genres, I think. True. Two very you know, different. All I would say is, if you put it like this, right? Because there's only two at the moment, so we have to put one above the other. Like, right. it'll be different because you can put them in a ranking order, yeah. But if one album doesn't exist I would put 36 Chambers up because it's just that's what hip hop is yeah. that's what come out I mean, that's what it, that's the message that's where it comes from all I would say is if Midnight Marauders doesn't exist Low End Theory is still there yeah okay. and it's still brilliant yeah. Yeah. Well, if 36 Chambers doesn't exist the whole of hip hop changes forever sure yeah. sure yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. so that's why for me it would stay top and Midnight Marauders yeah. just sit just tucked in in second place right I'm gonna put Midnight Marauders Top purely because I prefer, I prefer it to my ear. I prefer it. I like to fair. listen. To, yeah. I like to listen to it more than. And I, I mentioned about thirty six chambers. I just find it stressful to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I love it I, to pieces, mm-hmm. but to my ear, it's just stressful. And I love the the rhythmic beats of and the cool vibe of tribe. And to me, that's why I would yeah. put it. I would put it top. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. personal. No, personal I, I don't preference. disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. I'll yeah. base in my opinion purely on. On what it is, sure, like the body yeah. of work yeah. that is. I've taken nothing chambers. away from but, yeah. but sonically, again, I keep mentioning yeah. that word because it is all about sound and yeah. how you receive it. Yeah. We're all individual, we all receive sounds differently. Sure. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's what, you, sure. what you. Well, with with the Twitter poll, does mean that thirty six chambers stays top. Stays top. Fair enough. Fair but, enough. But obviously, once we start having more, then we've got to start moving them up because we might have an album that's better than both, or like we think is better than both, or whatever. Okay. So. In every week, uh, early doors to the people as well. It's up against thirty-six chambers and vice versa, so it's hard. But okay. the poll will get bigger, and hopefully, more people will kind of get involved in it. Great. Um, okay, cool. So, <clears throat> like I said, we're gonna um, add basically all the songs. So there'll be songs from this Midnight Marauders album. All the songs that we mentioned will go on to the Notorious Podcast Joints on Spotify. So if you haven't already, subscribe to that, um, and you can listen to that. Um, okay. So just before we go. Um, the reason that um, Pudders and Vibes P is with us is because we actually used to work together many, many, many years ago uh, in our in our day jobs at the time, which is the, the luxurious uh, world of freight. Oh, pallets, pallets, pallets. Pallets and trucks and <laughs> all, all that glamorous stuff. And we were very fortunate to work in an office that just had a good dynamic of people and a boss who was a bit of an idiot. And we had a lot of fun in that office. like. Just kind of catching jokes and, and having fun. That's all it was. We, That's we, all it was. We, we basically spent most of our time trying to do anything other than our actual job. <laughs> Nerf guns. We had Nerf guns. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had like a sports day, like with the chairs and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But we had one particular game 
um, which was basically named after um, the ex-Fulham, ex-Man United, ex-Spurs footballer Louis Saha. I don't know why it came about, but someone was like, you need a funny name to shout. And someone was just like, oh, Louis Saha. So it just got shortened to Saha. And basically the game revolved around when your mates would go off to the office and uh, go off to the toilet in our office, when they would come back, you'd just hide behind the door. And as they walked in, you'd just go, Saha! <laughs> and watch them shit, and watch them shit themselves, right? So we did this like... pay for this. Yeah. Well, well, technically, they paid us to do boring freight ship. We just did this instead. Um, but they, one day, there was this like situation where like you'd have to, the toilet was like outside of our office, wasn't it? It was like in a different building, so people would have to like walk off and come back. So we'd get to this thing where we'd like wait for each other and scare each other, and everyone was in the office, and Pudders went off to the toilet, and he was gone for he was gone for ages, and I was like, okay, when he comes back, I'm gonna properly get him. I'm gonna get him like a really good little place in the corner. And I'm just gonna. Gaz's, Gaz's dog is in here now with his toy that makes a noise. Of course he is. He's got, the table. got to go in there. Um, He's gonna bring it back to you now. Brilliant. <laughs> That's what dogs do. Where's dog the treat at? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got to shut the door. Um, so, anyway, this, this basically, this guy is like, Puddles goes up to the toilet. I'm waiting in the corner for like. Pudders to come back so I can scare him, sahar him proper hard, and uh, I just see weird. the uh, yeah, I just see the, <laughs> yeah, it's a modern world. I just I just see the door start to open, and I've like let out the biggest sahar imaginable. I'll go over in the corner of the room and shut like door proper like but as I opened the door as I opened the door and like the geezer walked through it wasn't puddles it was the geezer that worked I heard the Saha in the toilet <laughs> and the geezer fucking shit himself I was just like ah! and I was like oh no and he was so confused like he didn't know what was going on so that, that was classic and then SB1 and SB2 always always oh, on the side yeah. forgot about that oh, Rashmi Rashmi yes so Pudders had a little oh, twist. Tell, tell right, okay, I'll tell the story. So our office was it was open plan uh, in a block full of other offices and it had an atrium and um, the front part of the office was glass. And in the other office there was a girl or a lady that used to walk past two, in fact, that um, when they walked past to go to the toilet across the corridor, you could see their side profile. And they both had very, very, very nice side boob profiles. Mm. So we named them SB1 side and SB2. Voluptuous. Very, very yeah, Um So one year I bucked up the courage to make a mock. It was on the 14th of February. I made up a mock Valentine's Day oh. card. <laughs> Forgot about this. And I posted it under the office door. And I walk up, put it under the door, walked away. Um, and then I get a, an email, literally a day later, saying, was it you that left me the... The, the Valentine's Day card. Oh my God, that's so sweet. Um, and then on my birthday, a few months later, she'd actually gone out of her way and bought me a tie and cufflink set. Do you remember that, John? <laughs> she was a married woman. <laughs> but yeah, the stories, the stories. Yeah. I know she doesn't like Tropical Quest. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't think she was into hip hop, more like bang girls, probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. no, I don't think hip hop was ever. Okay. No, no, um, we also yeah, worked nice with thing. another lad um, called Gary. Gary Murray, if you're listening, mate, big up yourself. Absolute top bloke, one of the Great nicest name. guys. Great name. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Um, but <laughs> it, keys on toast. <laughs> keys on toast. But he used to get a lot of a lot of shit from one of our other mates uh, called Critter. 
And Critter always used to call Gaz Ginger Cunt, even though Gaz's got like strawberry blonde hair. He looks like he should be ginger. He looks like he should be ginger, but he's not, right? Yeah, he sounds like he should be ginger, but he's not. So Critter was like in the office. Gary's out, rings in in the morning, asks a couple of questions, like back and forward, like constantly ringing in the office for Critter. Anyway, gets to the afternoon, and uh, one of the lads picks up the phone and says to Critter, I've got Gary on hold. So without hesitation, he just picks up the phone and shouts down the phone, Ginger Cunt! <laughs> but what he didn't know is the guy that was putting the call through <laughs> went, no, 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 Gary's on line two. And on line one that he picked up was his biggest his customer. customer. <laughs> so he called his big, biggest customer Ginger yeah. Cunt. Oh, how do you retract from that? Honestly, <laughs> he just went, it was he went, critter though, wouldn't it? Yeah, he went, sorry, sorry, sorry Christian, uh, what, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, sorry, I thought it was my mate. And the guy was, I don't think he was very That's how happy. you were <laughs> I mean, I've heard more professional ways to answer the phone, to yeah. be honest, like, than shouting ginger cunt down the phone. I mean, it's fairly aggressive. Sure, uh, but... Mind you, Bash, your beard is getting a bit ginger. Mate, it's really ginger. It's very, very... A strawberry blonde. Very strawberry blonde. <laughs> strawberry blonde. Well, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Dr. Robotnik over it. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik, yeah! Oh. <laughs> Damn! That's a par. <laughs> what? Damn. Yeah, I was saying to these lads before the podcast that uh, my missus says that I look like, um, what's his name? Bronson. Mm. And I was like, oh, Tom Hardy, thanks very much. Like, I'll take that. And then she was like, no, actual the Bronson, the, the horrible geezer from Luton. I was like, fair enough. I like uh, who does look like Dr. Robotnik? Sure. And that, <laughs> <laughs> it's come round full circle. Yeah, and now Gaz is throwing that in my face. <laughs> little mug, I remember that. Uh, okay, so we, we asked um, earlier in the week, we asked for some questions for people to, to kind of chuck at us scenarios and stuff like that. Because I'm sick of like making them up because they always involve dead people, dead rappers. <laughs> so we've got one that is outside of the realm. So listen to this, boys. This is a question from Nick Shirley. So Shiv, big up yourself. Um, okay, would you? Why? Are, these are always going to be like sexual. <laughs> like we, we respect women for the record, but these are just what I we get women. asked. Okay. Yeah. Um, would you rather, for one year, sleep with a ten out of ten worldy bird? <laughs> So every day of that year, but at the end so of that, so 365 days, every single day you get a different 10 out of 10 bird to sleep with. So it's not the same bird? No, it's a different, different one. So 365 different women over a okay. year. Okay. Right. All 10 out of 10s, but to your taste, so the most amazing women you can think of, right? But at the end of that year, you can never have sex again. So it's, it, the game is up, okay? Um, you can never have that, or would you rather be guaranteed a 6 out of 10 bird sleeps with you once a year on your birthday until the day you die? Bruv, I'm telling you now, I ain't going the rest of my life without banging. So I would take a <laughs> 6 out of 10 <laughs> for the rest of my life. Fair enough. So when you're 80 and you're like just chilling right, in bed, so let's you're clarify, oh, it's my birthday, brilliant. Let's clarify, that's 6 out of 10. Is it, is it age relative then? So do I get to sleep with a 25 year old? <laughs> Six, six out, out, out of ten when I'm eighty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think it's got to be age appropriate. So, like, within the realm. So, like, if you're eighty, then it's like a fifty-year-old six out of ten. Okay, there's a twenty-year. There's like, yeah. So that it's not weird because, yeah. like, what? <laughs> if you're fifty, you have an eighty-year-old. You're huge. Yeah. Guys, what are you saying? Oh, mate, I haven't got a clue. I don't even want to think about that. To be well, you're a married man. You're so you should be doing either, mate. <laughs> sure. uh, exactly. But there's a gun to your head, and you have to give an answer. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Well, you're, you're already doing the second one, aren't you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
nah, just kidding. Shout out to Gaz. No, no, I've, got, I've got a 10 out of 10, mate. Oi. 10 out of 10 for the rest of my life. Unlucky. Good answer, man. Yeah, yeah. solid. Good. I've solid. seen the photos, it's true as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, this oh, is mate, an alternative reality where you're not married, obviously. It's impossible. And yeah, respect, respect to women. We don't want to be scoring women uh, out of 10. No, so. what we no. mean is, is like to your taste, like someone you think is like perfect. It's not sure. a score like is in like they're a commodity. Right, I'm just going to... Unless you pay for them, in which case they are literally a commodity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> any number you... I reckon my um, libido will be pretty high when I'm old. To be yeah. honest, so and I think I think I'll, I think like you know I think I'll I'll stick with um, yeah the, the six out yeah, of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. I, I think to be honest, yeah. like either way is good, right? But I reckon if you're thinking about it, right, when you're a bloke, you do brag to your mates about. Oh, do you remember that girl that I was with? Imagine you could be like, I've got 365 stories to tell you. <laughs> Check this shit out, and then just like, but then after you that, live off that forever. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, but you won't be like. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, like, okay, I imagine you. just go. Like, imagine think of ten of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah, and you'd be like, yeah, so then. Yeah. Like, they can never take that away from you. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. That so, is, that is one. So, okay, that, that is, is as well. Yeah. That is yeah, you can still you can still masturbate to your heart's content. Sure. And if you've got that, like mindies are going to be off the scale. Yeah, man. So, so that, subjects yeah. today: tribal quest, sausage rolls, <laughs> and sex. sex. Eighty-five years sex. old. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's an album title. Absolutely. <laughs> sausage rolls, sex. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, okay. Um, well, look. Thanks very much for listening. Um, if you don't already, then please follow us uh, on Twitter where we have polls and we need more people to answer the poll otherwise it's fairly pointless sure. um, at uh, notorious p underscore o underscore d um, we're on Apple Podcasts people keep saying oh, I don't have anchor so how can I listen to it like, we're on Apple Podcasts just search for the notorious pod or notorious podcast or notorious pod we're on iTunes just like every other podcast so you can, you can find that um, if you do like the episodes and you enjoy them please do rate them and leave reviews because it actually helps us the more we get reviews the more we get rated then we can like start getting higher up in the charts people see us and stuff like that so like that's that's what we need basically um, but yeah so from from my side of things like we really appreciate it so please just keep keep reviewing and stuff like that um, Pudders mate thanks very much thank, um, you, thank you for having me we're definitely going to have really enjoyed a it. nuclear music group special like we said yeah um, and like go from there where can just remind everyone where they can they can follow you mate uh, on Instagram um, it's at official nuclear music um, and then on Twitter again nuclear music hashtag NCMG um, if you hashtag NCMG and just search it you'll find us um, and it's mindset um, so yeah, you've got the Twitters you've got the Facebooks um, I don't actually um, <laughs> let me get the thing here so Shed Beats as well at Shed Beats on Twitter so can people like if people want to record stuff with you, mate? Can they get in contact with you via that if they want to like? Yeah, if you look on our Instagram, it's well. got our it's got our contact details. You can email us, you can message us, just drop us a DM. We will get back to you. There's none of this. Nah, we won't. If you contact us, we will get in touch. We want to work yeah. and we want people to come through. So whether you're a singer, rapper, um, you play an instrument, guitar, <coughs> piano, and you want to collab and you want to get your music out come to us because we can do that for you. We are a record label and we can push your music on all major platforms. Cool, man. Well, look, thanks very much. I really appreciate it. Gaz, uh, thanks as always, mate. Um, you've got a little new feature that you want to like tell people about. You're obviously starting mixing again, like you said in the last thing. Yep. You're going to start putting out um, some garage mixes. You're also going to start putting out some like mixes of 
the episodes. So like, yeah. Gaz will do a mix of Midnight Marauders, and then we'll we'll put we'll it through make it the, the podcast channel. Mm-hmm. And Gaz, also you've got a SoundCloud now for your mix. So yeah, so it's um, G underscore five M U J, which is my my SoundCloud. Don't have a DJ name. It's just on there as Gary Smith. Um, not Gary Royce. Not Gary Royce. Tragic. Um, but yeah, so essentially, I'm going to keep it very garage. Uh, that's pretty much um, what what I'm what I'm going to do as far as mixing's uh, concerned going forward. Cool. So little, you know, a little bit of house, a um, little bit of uh, um, jungle maybe, but typically very um, very garage centric. Cool. Um, and the mix is the the one that's out at the moment is um, it's a London thing. Uh, which is titled because it's the first uh, track uh, on there. Scott Garcia's "It's a London Thing," um, and it's a forty-five minute mix of just um, garage, but not girly garage. It's man garage. It's man garage. It's man garage. Yeah, cool. we'll t- we'll tweet the links out for that as well. Guys. I just want to right. mention we've got uh, on Shed Beats, a part of MCMG. We've got at a minute. It's uh, it's on SoundCloud. I mean, so if you type in Shed Beats into SoundCloud and a cushy piece spelled with a K. Um, there's some tracks that we've done out there. Um, Coops featuring One Love from Arrested Development. So oh, there's yeah, a track nice. that yeah. we've, we're on. We've done a track. You come back to the studio. We recorded um, a few tracks with him. So we're pushing that out. So if you go and check the check the SoundCloud out and have a look, leave a review, like it, share it, all that good stuff. I really yeah. appreciate it. As well as obviously the Mindset EP on um, on all major platforms. Nice. So your iTunes, which you can purchase and stream on um, Spotify and. Uh, and all that good stuff. Oh, but yeah, we will tweet out all the links for, for everything that Vice P and Shed Beats and Nuclear are doing. We'll, we'll tweet out everything for what Gaz is doing. Um, so yeah, just keep following us. Uh, thanks very much for joining us and get ready for the next episode. Peace! Slow dance like my brother R. Kelly. Today's a hip hop draft. Will I be top seated?